Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach. We're going to be talking Yankees with Ryan Hoke, who is MLB.com's Yankees beat reporter. Um, first is the news. Um, sounds like things continue to sound good for Masahiro Tanaka. What's the, uh, what's the status there? Yeah, it's continuing as, uh, as well as the Yankees could have hoped. Uh, he's continuing to throw off a mound. He's throwing simulated games. And uh, if everything continues to go the way it is, soon he'll uh, – They'll try and find a game for him probably down in Florida. He'll he'll be doing something. Still on track. They hope that he can make two or three starts by the end of September. There was some worry. I mean, I, I, clubs are generally inclined to be, most of them, I think, are generally inclined to be optimistic when they when they talk injuries. But it seemed like there was some worry that they might not even get that. I mean, is this, if not ahead of schedule, at least um, sort of best possible timeline? I think it's such an unpredictable injury. I mean, there's a, there's a long history of guys who have UCL tears, and uh, it's more negative than positive. In the end, most of these guys, if not all of them, wind up having Tommy John surgery at some point. Um, what worked in the Yankees' favor is they had three different doctors look at the tear. It was a small tail, uh, small tear. They said it's smaller than 10%. Um, that gave them hope that this was possible, that he could actually rehab it and get back on the mound and throw. Um, I think that... You know, the jury's still out on this. You know, at any point he could snap off a splitter and, and it could go again. But um, as of right now, they seem to have repaired the damage. It seems to have healed, and he's throwing without pain. So until he actually reports any kind of discomfort, uh, you just continue having him throw and, and cross your fingers and hope that he can come back. In the absence of Tanaka and in the absence of a lot of other guys, really, they have gotten some terrific work from no-name, small-name pitchers of various stripes, reclamation projects. I mean, Brandon McCarthy's not a no-name, but reclamation project. Chris Capuano, a guy like Shane Green, was really a borderline prospect. Is this is this Larry Rothschild's best work? I, I think you have to say Larry's done a great job with what he's been given. Um, yeah, no, they've uh, they've definitely exceeded expectations. I think if you told if you told Joe Girardi in spring training that he was going to lose eighty percent of his opening day rotation, and the only one left would be Hiroki Kuroda at the midpoint of the season, you know, they would have said, well, <laughs> the season's not working out the way it is. But here you are. It's almost September. Um, you've gotten one of those guys back in Michael Pineda. And, uh, you know, that helps. And they're they're in position to make a run, you know, reeling off four in a row. That's what they have to do. They have to win the games that, that are ahead of them because uh, and not worry about 
what other teams are doing because if they don't win their games, then there's really no point in scoreboard watching. Is there anything else going on with the success they've had with, again, less than big-name pitchers? I mean, they have upgraded the defense. This still isn't a great defensive team. Is there? Is this some triumph of the scouting department? I mean, it's just you look at the, the names and you look at the numbers, and they don't really seem to agree. Yeah, no, I think that some of these guys have exceeded expectations. I mean, you know, Brandon McCarthy is a guy who I think if you look at him, you say he's a he's a solid three or a four pitcher in a rotation. And what he's pitched like is a two at this point. I mean, he's been as good as anybody since he came to the Yankees. So uh, I think he's exceeding expectations a little bit. I know that putting the cutter back in his repertoire helped him. It was something that the D-backs wanted to steer away from, and he kind of lost confidence in the pitch. And I think there's something to the mental aspect of that as well is, I mean, you look at McCarthy's numbers in Arizona, and they were terrible. And uh, no amount of pitching was going to reduce that. Well, the trade, you kind of reset your statistics. And he was able to do a full mental reset and come back and say, all right, it, whatever happened in Arizona doesn't count. Uh, Capuano was in a, a similar situation where he was with the Red Sox, got released. Uh, the Rockies were actually about to call him up. They were going to put him in the rotation, but then they, they swapped him to the Yankees and were able to get something out of him. Uh, so, I mean – Capuano is a borderline guy who, uh, you know, obviously he had big league time earlier this year. He was he was pitching on the bullpen. But um, to say that I'm uh, less than surprised in how well he's pitched, I, I know he hasn't gotten a win, but he was in line for one yesterday. Um, yeah, no, he's pitched much better than expectations. On the less positive side of things, um, Mark Teixeira has two homers this month. He's, he's drawing some walks, but really not doing much of anything else offensively. Is this just what happens at the end of a full season after a guy had a significant wrist injury, or what What do you see going on with Teixeira? I, I'm not sure if it's fatigue or what, but, yeah, I think the lack of power is alarming. Uh, the fact that he's just not having quality at bats right now. And, um, you know, yes, you you missed all of last year, and, and it's but on the other hand, Derek Jeter did that too, and he's holding up pretty well. So, I think that um, whatever's going on with Teixeira, obviously the Yankees need to figure that out sooner or later because his real asset to the team is, you know, you're not looking at this guy to hit 280, 300 anymore. You, what you need from him is RBIs, uh, home runs, you know, power production, extra base hits, and right now they're just not getting it out of him. So I think that there may be some health issues there. Um, you know, I was talking to Jacoby Ellsbury yesterday, and he said there's nobody in this clubhouse right now who isn't a little banged up at this point of the year. It's just you have to go out and play and strap it on. So. Um, look, the Yankees are going to keep trotting to share out there. He's their first baseman, but you really do hope that the bat comes around if you're the Yankees because uh, it's kind of a black hole in the middle of the lineup right now. Is there anything resembling a plan B on the roster in the organization anywhere? Not really. I mean, you know, you could, in theory, you could put Chase Headley over first. You've done that a little bit. They've played Cervelli at first base a little bit. Um, you know, they tried Beltron there earlier this year, but who knows if he's even going to play the, the field at all anymore. Um, you know, they have guys on the team. I mean, Zealous Wheeler, sure. But there's nobody who can equal what Mark Teixeira is supposed to be and can be for this team. And, and you know what? He, he, the power production was there earlier in the year. You just kind of hope it comes back. Well, and that's what I, I wonder about. You know, there, there's, there's missing a year with an injury, and there's missing a year with a wrist injury. I mean, it's it just – do you see just in watching him or in talking to people indications that maybe that is, if not in a flaring up in the sense of an aggravation, just kind of – that his end of the year is tougher than other people's end of the year because of what a wrist injury is to a hitter? Well, this is an injury that 
uh, Jose Bautista and David Ortiz both went through, and it, it's much more challenging, both of them said, to get back and get right. It, it usually takes a full year. Um, so he's under, he's under a full year now. Um, I think that, uh, you know, he's given him what he can. Uh, he's made no secret about the fact that he's been banged up and that injuries are taking their toll on him, but uh, he, he does want to be in the lineup. Uh, the Yankees right now have been treating it as though it's just a slump. Um, if it's something more significant or severe, obviously they're not going to play him and risk losing him. So at this point, it's something the Yankees think he can play through. Sheriff says he can play through it. So uh, they're going to keep trotting him out there. He is under contract for two more years. Is, is there any way that he's not the first baseman for this club next year? Uh, I can't see it. I, I I don't know what you'd do with him because you've got Alex Rodriguez coming back in theory, and he's going to have to DH. I mean, I guess you could play Alex at first base a little bit, but uh, I, I would think they were going to want him to play third base more uh, more than first. Uh, no, I, I think that the share is a guy. Look, that, that money's spent. It, it's in there. He's on this team, and uh, you know they, they're not going to move him. To share says he, he's got a no trade clause. He wants to finish his year in New York, so I wouldn't look for that. I know that people have asked about it, but. No, I think that Teixeira enjoys being a Yankee. He wants to be on this team, and uh, he thinks he can produce for the team. And so, no, I would expect when the when the Yankees field their opening day lineup next year, Teixeira should be in there. You mentioned some of the other guys that are that are dealing with various injuries, and, and it is a good point that that you know it's a baseball cliche. Nobody's a hundred percent really after opening day, but. Um, it, what's the level of concern about again some some pretty key lineup guys and, and an offense that can't really do without him and they there's some kind of issue with with Gardner there's maybe a minor issue with Ellsbury um is there any any of these situations where they're real worried or are these all situations where it's you figure in a few days maybe things get a little better it seems like right now everything's in the bumps and bruises category and uh you know you know what after they had that meeting against the uh before the game against the Astros last week they uh they had a closed door meeting and hitting coach Kevin Long talked a little bit a lot of the hitters were there and um Things seem to have turned around. I mean, I know the first night they only put three up three runs, and we were saying, oh, you know, great meeting. But, uh, you know, Brian McCann was saying yesterday that the at-bats up and down the lineup, one through nine, have really improved over the last four games, and uh, that's a positive sign. It makes you wonder why it took so long to turn around in the first place. But, you know, set your nose to the grindstone, go out there. I mean, I think part of it was facing the Astros and the White Sox, although Chris Sale is no cookie to go after. But, uh, the bats seem to have improved one through nine. Um, you always look better when you're hitting and putting up runs and winning games than you did when you're not. Um, so to have a four and two homestand, and you know, even with those bumps and bruises up and down the lineup, uh, I think that that sends them off in this road trip in pretty good position. Now you have to see if the momentum can continue. Yeah, I mean that's sort of the the thing is that the, this this lineup gets a, a nice test against uh, against the Tigers rotation. Um, what, what do you expect to see? Where do you expect to see this club when they get back home in a week? Um, good question. Really good question. I mean, this is a big test. You know, obviously you've only got one game in Kansas City, but the showdown in Detroit is crucial. Uh, Toronto, it, it seems like they always put up a tough fight for this team. So, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you have to go out there and you have to have a winning road trip. You really do. You have to you have to win the games that you have to win. I mean, it, there's just no two ways around it. it. It's at the point of the schedule right now where if you don't win, you're going to be sitting home in October. So, they need to go out and have a strong road trip. If they can win four out of seven, uh, I think that would be huge for them. Um, if you wind up going a two and five road trip, it's, that's a lot more depressing, I think, for the Yankees. So, 
Uh, you, you wait and see how, how it turns out. But, uh, look, the team's playing better ball. There's no question about it. Um, after those two losses to the Astros, you, you're ready to start shoveling dirt on them. And uh, they came right back, and they, they keep making you say, well, wait, 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 do the math again. Maybe there's a chance. So uh, they have to keep winning those games and keep moving the percentages in the right direction. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, thanks, Brian Hoke, for taking a little time to chat here on MLB.com Extras. Catch all of the second-half action on MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service. Watch every out-of-market game streamed live online or on the go in true HD. MLB.tv Premium includes a free AtBat 14 subscription, allowing you to watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.